This episode contains spoilers for the 2017 movie It. It also contains spoilers for the 1990 miniseries and the novel of the same name. As such, this episode potentially has some pretty heavy spoilers for It Chapter 2. If you haven't watched the movie, haven't seen the miniseries, and or haven't read the book, and you don't like spoilers, turn back now. Please enjoy the Final Girls Horror Show. You best, you best stop doing that, whatever stop you're it. doing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Final Girls Horror Show, the segment of Creepdope, where we talk about horror movies. Me, Alicia, you, Rebecca. Rebecca? Yes. Why are clowns scary? Mm. <laughs> Makeup. Can't see the faces. That's like half the beauty gurus out there. But you're not wrong. <laughs> that was like a dig for someone who supports makeup. Dang. <laughs> Starting out on a good I just, note. I'm going to make enemies. Um, but no, I think you're right. It's yeah, like, it's like that, that uncanny valley. Like, like, you're it's like, just, it's blocked off and you can't actually see like what the true person is. Yeah. That's freaky. Yeah, no, that makes um, sense. So why, why did we start by talking about clowns? Because we are talking about... <gasps> Your favorite clown. Ooh, yeah, yeah, we're talking about Pennywise. <laughs> More specifically, we're talking about It 2017. Um, now kind of actually known retroactively as It Chapter 1. Oh, okay. Makes I mean, sense. it makes sense, right? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair. Which uh, it's based off of the novel, of the 1986 novel Stephen King wrote, obviously, of the same name. Damn. Right? 1986. So long ago. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that kind of a bit as well. And we'll pros- possibly... We will also probably talk a little bit about the 1990 miniseries, because (laughs) you can't see the 2017 movie and not compare it to that 1990 masterpiece. It's true, and that was the only thing we had for so long. So long. So, (laughs) um, it's not going to really be a comparative episode, but there's obviously going to be some comparisons. comparisons. (laughs) I want to focus mainly on, like, the movie as it stands just on itself, but as I said, you you can't. Yeah, no. You can't. You have to compare it. Exactly. We're doing this because, obviously, the second one comes out in a few weeks. Yeah, is it it the... It's not next week, it's the week after. Fifth? Fifth? It's the fifth. Well, I think it's September 6th, but we have our showing on September 5th. Okay, my Yeah, we already got our tickets. We're ready. (laughs) It's gonna happen. Is this, like, a, a midnight showing? No, it's actually six... Well, okay... So our lovely city likes to do quote quote midnight showings and it's usually the movie plays at like 10 and then ends at midnight. This one is playing at 6.40. It ends at midnight? No, it's just going to play <laughs> 6.40 and be like the two hour movie and just a nice... eight, 8 o'clock. It's a nice early Happy movie night. Go to yeah. bed after this. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's kind of a weird... Because so I went to other movies where it's like the midnight showing the day before, and it like they start at ten, but they end around midnightish. Well, and I feel like that's that's see, I feel like I'm like maybe it's not in the same way that like Harry Potter was like you can't release it before midnight. God help you if you release it before midnight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so so just some of us get to see it before other people officially do and get to spoil it on the yep. internet for everybody. That's how it happens. That doesn't seem <laughs> It fair. is a weird thing, those weird, like, kind of showings yeah. prior to the actual release date. Because I'm like, midnight showing makes sense. Yeah. But. And I always just thought, because like, we had, like, a really shitty city where it's like, oh, everything closes at 8, sorry. Yeah. Um, so 10 was ten was pushing it. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> it's a late movie Especially on us. a Thursday? Mmm. I don't. 
don't let people work the next day. They gotta day. go to work the next day. I, can, stay up too I late. conveniently don't. <laughs> <laughs> I conveniently have the day It Chapter 2 is released off because I worked the stat that Monday. <laughs> didn't plan it. Really? I really didn't. Oh, <laughs> I was so excited. and Because I was like, if I work evenings and this fucking movie comes out at 640, yeah. I was like, I can't see it. And I will probably lose my fucking mind. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which I will lose my mind because um, this obviously this movie has uh, greatly impacted me. It really, really has. Like this, is, <laughs> I feel like this is like an important moment in this, your life. I am so excited. Um, I saw the movie uh, six times in theaters. And how many yeah. times did you? I because we saw it. We saw it together. We saw it together, but also I saw it the first time. But your family was also in the theater as well. <laughs> yeah, I was there a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, we had like this uh, a family outing, me and my mm. family. And we saw it because why not? My mom's a huge Stephen King fan. And then I was like, oh, a few rows down. I'm like, oh, hey, Rebecca. Yeah, because I, I was also out on a family outing <laughs> without my mother. But Same. she doesn't like horror, so Fair whatever. Enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, and family we, <laughs> we saw it because, so we saw each other at the theater, obviously. And we're like, great, family time, wonderful. We're like, let's get together, because we both actually quite... Yeah. We both liked the movie. It was, it was really okay. It was, it was, it was, it was all right. It was, it was pretty swell. <laughs> um, so we're like, well, let's go watch the <laughs> the miniseries together, and let's just have, you know, just a gay old time trying to recreate this, yeah. this feeling of wonder. Um, I saw it once in high school. thought it was shit. Um, I saw it in... Mm, grade six? Mm-hmm. So... Too young, it's fair to be watching it, and I was very scared. I that was a highly traumatizing moment yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> well, it wasn't that traumatizing when we tried to watch it again, <laughs> second time around, not so bad. I don't think we even made it halfway through until we kind of just like looked at each other and was like, "Yeah, did you did you want to hit up the theater and maybe go watch the new one? Go watch the." better one <laughs> the one that actually made me feel something other than rage and disgust <laughs> yeah it's um it's definitely become kind of a hyper fixation of mine um like my birthday last year oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have a pennywise themed birthday but um it kind of turned out that way uh, rebecca made me my lovely porcelain doll um <laughs> lauren gave me like two pennywise like pop vinyls oh, yeah, i had that right. lovely red balloon which i think is still behind my tv is it oh god <laughs> it's, it's back there it's dead but it's back there um and my sister and my parents actually they all pitched in they got me this wonderful print of pennywise oh, yeah, yeah it's gorgeous he's right, right there back there watching <laughs> over us hey bud <laughs> so i have a problem and i'm willingly like i'll just admit i'm just it. not gonna do anything about it i'm embracing my <laughs> obsession <laughs> enough about me enough about me um let's do my lovely imdb synopsis let's hear it all right in the summer of 1989 a group of bullied kids band together to destroy a shape-shifting monster which disguises itself as a clown and preys on the children of Derry, their small main town it's not wrong no that's that's pretty it's, much what happens it's literally that's it mm-hmm. which is good because yeah. i mean i feel like Nice and concise. Most of them, yeah. We've had a few where kind of like, that's okay. And then we had a few that were like, this is, yeah, this is yeah. pretty one spot on. Good job, IMDb. Whoever right. tried these synopsis. <laughs> Whoever wrote that, you did well. <laughs> um, so it was directed by 
and I had to look up to say his last name, but Annie Muschietti. Muschietti. Which I'm saying with like, kind of like an Italian I accent, like but I think he's from like Argentina or something. <laughs> Muschietti. It's got a very Italian look to it. Thank you. That's what in <laughs> my personal opinion. <laughs> so he also um, did Mama, which that, that was oh, a, that was did, a, yeah, it was a pretty oh, neat one. Yeah. That was also pretty spooky. Which that's like the banana face lady, which Stanley gets scared of, was kind of like inspired by mm-hmm. Mama. And... I don't like yeah. that. Well, you got a deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is starring Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. And I'm, of course, going to name the Losers Club because they're my precious nuggets. <laughs> so we have Jaden Martell, and I believe I believe his last name kind of shows up in the movie as I don't know how to say it, but it's like Lieber, Lieber, or something. Okay. Um, he's changed it since then, so that's why I'm saying Martel. Oh, okay. You guys know? Because you're like, that's not him. I'm like, it is him. It is him. I'm obsessed. <laughs> uh, we got Jeremy Ray Taylor, Sophia Lillis, Finn Wolfhard, Wyatt Olaf, Chosen Jacobs, and Jack Dylan Grazer. And we also have Jackson Robert Scott as little Georgie. Oh, little Georgie. Yeah, right? And it's um become the highest grossing horror movie. Just ever? Yeah. Wow. I think, ooh, I can't remember. More than The Exorcist? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, so like it's apparently the highest grossing horror movie. And I didn't write down who was after it. I didn't write down who it beat out. There's it beat paranormal activity and something yeah, but too. Paranormal activity wasn't. Yeah, people good. were pumped over it though. Thought it was gonna be good yeah. and it See, wasn't. That's what happens with horror movies is they'll get like they'll do really, really well in good. box offices. Yeah. And it's just cause it's I don't know, it's just because your marketing is on point. That's what it is. I mean, horror movies. Horror movies have very little bars, mm-hmm. which is it's, <laughs> we 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 talked about. We that did. When we were watching this <laughs> thing. Um, so, kind of on the same topic, it was like it feels like it falls in line with Hereditary, which is a great movie, not just a yeah. great horror movie. So I am not in the least bit surprised that it beat out like the horror movies. No, no, no. That makes sense. Like it's not. It's not just kind of a one note. No. Kind of movie. It's just. Mm. Girl, <laughs> I hear you. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> it is it is a monster. It is a, a, yeah, yeah, there was so many things. Because when we were watching it, I think I said there's pretty much three issues I had with it. And that was, they're all continuity. Where, like, mine was, there's a scene when Bev's signing Ben's yearbook, and she has the pen cap in her mouth, and then she doesn't oh, have it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, so it's just all continuity. Yep. Um, Eddie, when he falls, he doesn't have a broken arm, and then all of a sudden he does, and it's really long looking. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Bev, like, wipes her bloody hand on Bill's face oh, at the yeah. end, and I'm like, this doesn't match up at all. Jesus, what happened? It's the only thing. And that's only because I watched it, like, 50,000 times, mm. and I'm like... Start to notice these things. <laughs> So there's not going to be a lot of criticism on my end for this that movie. That is very fair. I feel like it's more... Not that it's beyond criticism, but I feel like I'm like... They they hit a lot of their marks. Everything I wanted is in this fucking yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. So I thought we could kind of start off by talking about like the Losers Club a bit. Okay. Just yeah, like yeah. kind of you know, the overall and general thing. Um... And the main thing, I guess, is, like, it's... Because you're very much like me, where we were talking about this, where I'm like, it's bromance over romance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, like, the whole friendship thing. Like, so why... Like, for you, like, why is... Why, like, why friendship? Why does it just, like, your thing? <sighs> oh, that's... That's a hard question. It is. Because it's just something I'm drawn it's to. It's just, like, yeah, it's just kind of that feeling of... Yeah. Hmm. That's a hard one. It's weird. I can't quite explain why, like... 
why it's like so important. And like I know in my heart is just like, oh they're oh they're just friends. Like, yeah. They're good friends. Well I feel like maybe not kind of like in general, but I feel like looking looking at it from like an adult looking mm-hmm. at like a childhood thing. Like when your kids, your friends are super, super They're everything to you. Yeah. That's everything. And I think that's how I feel too. Especially like for me, like I am not a romantic person. Like no, me neither. Lightest. So when you see all these kind of like, and it's not to say like, I mean, it does have like some romantic aspects, and it will have yeah, some romantic yeah, yeah. aspects. But it's, it's definitely not a romance movie. But even just like comparing to other things, or someone's like, I really love this like rom com type thing. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Not interested because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's very I know. But if you're like, hey, you want to watch this buddy movie? I'm like, you bet your sweet ass. It's movie too. about friends. Like, they're good friends. Yeah. So that's kind of, it was this huge, it's just really just appealing to me is like, it's just a group of friends and, um, stand by me, another Stephen King kind of thing, but he's, he's got, yeah, he's so good at it. Cause yeah. I surprisingly, yeah. yeah, right. I know but when he writes, he's like, you know, what's great friendship. I love it. <laughs> the real journey was the friend, the real journey, <laughs> the real treasure was the friendship we made along the way. The real journey, <laughs> real journey was this trying fucking friendship. Yeah. It was hard. <laughs> I watched Stand By Me um, quite a few times as a kid, and it was kind of like, they went on like this, I, I have really high anxiety, and I was super shy, and I never wanted to do, like, anything, and I still don't. So I'm a very sideline person, where I'm like, I wish I could do that. So when you see these kids who are, like, mm. with their buddies, and they go on like this, especially Stand By Me, it was like this realistic yeah. adventure, like, finding a dead body, but I'm like, first off, we couldn't do that now anyway, because you get fucking kidnapped. Yep. Um, it's true. <laughs> So, well, you think my anxiety really ass would really be like, I can't wait to find a dead body. Like, bullshit. <laughs> but I could watch it and I can appreciate it. And it was something I, I really, like, I wanted. And yeah, no, no, no. It was kind of like, I guess with this one, it's not quite a realistic adventure. But the the friendship thing still there where, like, they're banded together. They get through stuff together. And Yeah, no, no, no. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah there is there is still that realism, sort of, I guess. I, yeah. I also feel like it's really... Because as you said, like, as an adult looking back mm. on friendship, it's really, I think it's really hard to accurately pro, like portray what it's like to have friendship like this. And I, you see a lot of movies and it's like, it's like, obviously they're written by adults and it's like, it's, yeah, but it's very clearly written by someone who's like, I can't remember what it's like I, to be a kid. Right. I just have adult friends and this is how we function. Yeah. And like, it's trying to cram this into like a child. <laughs> yeah. Like, me. Like, no, no. Um, these kids, even just, like, the way the script was written and just how the kids interacted, like, it felt real. Like, that's how yeah. childhood friends interact. Like Totally, they're though. ripping on each other, but they love hanging out with each other. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, it, it definitely comes through as, like, a real childhood friendship kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Because you see so many things where they're... Especially, like, when they're writing teens and everything. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. And they're kind of at, like, this weird stage where they are kind of, like, the pre... Yeah, exactly. They're not, like, They're not quite yeah. there. Though I think that's kind of like that's like a big theme of it, that kind mm-hmm. of transition from like childhood yeah. to adulthood. Which I think they did exceptionally well because you can definitely see that they're still children right on that cusp. And yeah, like how no, they choose totally. to handle things, but almost with like this really like naive aspect of it. Yeah, that's it. You can still see those kind of like threads of childhood kind of in how they approach situations. <clears throat> yeah. But then it's like, it's just under the surface that you're like, any day now, something's going to like, 
switch. Yeah. It's, yeah. And that'll be, you're, you're no longer well, a child. That's, that's the thing, like, they so, <laughs> this whole time we're watching the movie, and they so, like, bravely and boldly just go into yeah. everything. And I'm like, especially me <laughs> now, oh. I'll be like, <laughs> fuck no. Like, because no, right. that's, that's red flags everywhere. Like, you don't fucking do that. But as, like, kids, well, you see, like, kids, they even, like, you can't compare the same thing as chasing Pennywise down. It's like, but jumping off a fucking jungle gym. Oh, yeah. Like, that's exactly. not fucking safe in the slightest. But yeah. kids are like, YOLO. Right. I can't think more than two seconds ahead. No. And I have no concept of consequence. <laughs> that's the thing. So, like, they really did that well. Even though, like, they were dealing with a really serious issue. They're still approaching it kind of like children. Yeah, exactly. In the, like, yeah, just, it, yeah, very bold. Like yeah. you said, kind of. And they also have that, almost like that teenage stubbornness too, where like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I know all I'm better than that. So it's like, yeah. I don't need to go get an adult or something like that. No, like, no, we no. We can handle this. Yeah, we exactly. got this. Like, we're the only ones who can take care of it, which in this case, fair enough. <laughs> technically, yes. Cause yep, it's everyone true. in dairy is fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think another reason too, is like, you think, um, we'll kind of talk about the whole like eighties nostalgia, but it, I keep bringing up like Stranger Things, but there's Goonies, mm. there's um, Stand by Me. Um, this all kind of like even if they weren't set in the eighties, it was like eighties um, <laughs> made. Yeah, um, no, no. But it, they're all underdogs. They're like, and this whole thing, like these are like the losers club. But I think these ones compared to the nineteen ninety ones, some okay, so the ones in the nineteen nineties, I was like, I feel like I would shove that kid in a locker. Richie, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Richie in particular, I would shove in a locker. <laughs> There's just a few. I mean, like, little Eddie, too, like, in 1990. Yeah. I'm like, you are a fucking nerd, dude. I'm trying to bring them to mind. I don't condone <laughs> bullying in the slightest, but the way they really, like, and I, I can't really speak for the books. I haven't, I haven't really, like, absorbed it as much. Yeah. But they're, like, and, and I think that's the point. Like, they're the losers club. Like, they're the fucking losers. But to me, I'm like, they're, like, cringy geeks. Like, it was someone... Very obviously trying to be like, this guy's a fucking nerd. Yeah. Shove him in the locker. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but these ones, like, they're definitely, like, they're the outcasts. They're, they like, are. Nerds, but but like, they're still just kids. And that's the thing. And I feel like in this weird way, like, I can kind of relate because it's like, they're just, they're awkward. They don't quite fit in well, but they're not really doing anything to no, separate no, them. No, they just, exactly. They don't fit that perfect cookie cutter thing that they're supposed to cram themselves yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly. And so I think that's kind of like the thing where it's like, I appreciate how they made them losers in that aspect. It's a lot more natural. Yeah, because, and like, there's so many people like that who are, oh, like, yeah. they're the geeks and the nerds and the losers. I'm like, there's definitely some of them who are like the hardcore stereotype. Oh, yeah. But more commonly... <laughs> They're like the losers club. Yeah. Like it's so just just you just don't fit in. You don't fit in. And like it's not really anything you do. You might be a little strange. Just that's fucking yeah. fine. Just it do is a what it podcast is. later in life. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um we I was thinking of like almost like breaking each like character down, but I think that'd be just like way too hard. Like I, I mean, everyone, I think, has, like, their favorites. Like, my favorite, I love, I said, bro TP, we are talking earlier. Mm. I love Richie and Eddie. Their yeah. banter, and, like, we were saying, like, there's something about, like, the weird opposite friendship thing. Like, yeah. the way they, like, interacted just, like, in general through the movie is, like, 
That's what friends do. Like, <laughs> they definitely, they definitely steal the show. They I do. Bet, I and think. you need that bit of that comic. I mean, Pennywise. Okay, Pennywise has a bit of comic relief too. But like in a weird notto, I'm not like okay with this. <laughs> not okay with this. But it's kind of funny. But I'm also not okay with it. It's a hundred percent true though, because like they really do steal the show with with their banter. Yeah. Like, and it yeah. feels that's what we do. That's yeah. What I do that all the time. Right. It's a delight. You just tear into your friend, make them feel small. That's how you know that you are real friends. <laughs> so you know you love them. Right. It's just another form of love. It's just that's what it is. Um, I did mention too, um, that I, I relate so hard to Eddie's phobias and oh, his are really forced <laughs> on him from his mother. Mine are just, isn't just me. Um, <laughs> Ben, sorry, I'm going to go over this, but Ben's first scene when he's getting oh. his little diorama. It's just really- like, it's not cringy, but it's like, I have secondhand embarrassment the whole time and I'm like. And, like, we've all been there when you fumble through, like, any oh, kind yeah. of aspect of your life, but it's, like, <laughs> I'm, like, this kid is so precious. I think I almost cried in theaters. Oh, Because no. I was, like, I legitimately cannot handle how cute this kid is. It's so, it's so true. I feel like it's a very, like, just a really solid, like, introductory kind of scene for him. Like, yeah. you totally get just, like, what, not what he's about, but you get, like, a really good sort of yeah feeling for him just, like, straight off the bat. And, like, he's it's just so cute. And he's I listening know. to his, like, fucking new kids on the blog. Right. And, like, everything about him is like, yeah, you're a loser. Right, it is. It's, it's that, yeah, it's, it's like secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. But I'm like, you're not doing anything wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. I'm just looking at you through the lens of an adult that I say that you're a nerd. Right, <laughs> sir. Postcard poem. Oh my god. January Embers. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then she always just fuck goes off to Bill. It was you, like, Bill. I mean, I love Bill. I think he's great. I'm like, you know, you want a sense, you want Ben, man. You want Ben. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking trooper. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. Um, <laughs> Obviously, the second movie, I'm, everyone's seen fucking trailers and everything by now. It's very obviously, it's definitely more adult-based, but there are um, aspects with, like, the children. There's going to be some scenes that aren't just flashbacks. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's going to be interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to be, I guess, flashbacks, but it's not like they're just ripping from the original, the first movie. Yeah, no, like, like I wonder if it's going to be... Hmm. Yeah. That's... I feel like it's 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 interesting... Maybe this is this is getting That's off topic. That's all right. To a, totally Have at it. Topic. But how they structured them as two separate movies instead of intertwining mm-hmm. them. And that's actually not off topic at all because pretty much what I'm Baller. writing here <laughs> is, um, so even though this is just, I'm, like, I'm glad they broke it up this way. Yeah. Because even though it's such a short time frame, you do essentially grow up with the losers. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything you said too before where like this is, it's like their turning point. And yeah, no, that's, totally. That's a huge theme. See, even though it is such a short time frame, like, this is where, like, it's, that's the switch. That's the grow up. Yeah. And it's, so you get to be with them through that period. Mm-hmm. And so instead of having flip back and forth, back and forth, back mm-hmm. and forth, you almost, like, it's, it's weird because in the grand scheme of things, it is such a short part of their life. Yeah. So it's not like you're like, oh, I really bonded with these characters. Mm-hmm. But the way it was done, because it's like you went through so much with the characters. And yeah. Like you kind of get overall how they are, and then you get to grow up with them. Yeah, which makes sense. 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just kind of like, and I guess because the miniseries did try and do the back and forth. Which the book did. Which the book did. So I get like, why they did that. Yeah. But. And which I guess I kind of, like, it's been several years since I've read it, but mm-hmm. I've read it a couple times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, I think, like, as it gets to the end, um, like, the two timeline fights with Pennywise mm-hmm. kind of match up. Within the book, like, pretty much, like, chapter to chapter, back and forth, they're yeah. pretty much coming to the same point. I I guess I just think it's, like, it's it's a cool idea. Yeah. And I'm, like, not feasible, necessarily, for this movie, because it it does feel like, like, the miniseries tried to, like, intertwine them, and it was messy. Yeah. Like, I think, I think it works in, like, a novel sense. Yeah. But I guess just thinking about... In this, like, in part, chapter two, whatever, um, if they have scenes with the kids kind of in that same sort of way where it's, like, intertwining, yeah. but they've already had the Pennywise battle, so I'm not entirely sure yeah. how that would work, or, yeah, I don't know. No, totally, and, like, I agree, I think in the novel it, it worked mm-hmm. to, like, an extent and everything, because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's, here's your one piece of media that you're consuming. Yeah. Whereas the miniseries, it could have broken up again, where you didn't have to... I, I get why they did it, because the yeah. novel did it, so yeah. this is why they it, did and it. And it, it makes sense, technically, was an ex... I'm, maybe, I'm like, maybe it could be, if that was, like, your goal to, like, really execute that well, yeah. maybe it could work, but... Well, and I, I guess, too, like, they were planning on it to be a miniseries. Yeah. So, <laughs> whereas this one, they're planning it to be... Like two, two movies. movies, yeah. So, like, well, what's a smart way to break this up? Because if all because yeah, you couldn't just stop it no. in the middle. Because then you just no, be like, yeah, have your two major events in the same movie and just build up for the first. Exactly, movie. yeah. Like that, it just it wouldn't work. No. So if you have, because it is like two event timelines. Yeah, they're two. They're two separate. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that, I think it, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would kind of good <laughs> to kind of explain, like, what. What is Pennywise? Because like he's he's a can, fucking clown. Can anyone explain that? Well, um, the Stephen King wiki kind of has does, a little. Does Stephen King even know? There's questions. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the Stephen King like wiki page was kind enough to be like, Pennywise is an ancient alien slash eldritch monster and came from the macroverse, which is just a really, really just it's a really really simple summary. Like, that page had so... Okay, it wasn't tons of information, but a lot of it was like, this clearly ties into some lore that you guys are just kind of like, if you know this... The Dark Tower, like... You bet your sweet ass is the Dark Tower. I've never read the Dark Tower, and I'm like, I just... Every day I move farther and farther away from wanting to read it. I think... I don't... Okay, I don't know if it's a Dark Tower, so I don't want to slander my mom's opinion, but I think that's one she couldn't get into. And she's like Stephen King. Like, she loves Stephen King. I think... I think it was Dark Tower, but I'm not sure. Like, my dad, because he's also... I, I don't even know if he's, like, a Stephen King fan, but, like, he had so many of them, we always just buy them for him for his birthday. Yeah, there you go. So he has to read them. Um, I feel like he, he... I think he liked it to begin with, and then it got weird. Mm, but not good weird. But not but just, like, like, weird. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, the page also continues and says, Other evidence from this series suggests that it is the creation of a separate omnipotent creator referred to as the other and then it says who may be the entity 
Gan, Gone, G A N. Hmm. I'm not huge on that stuff. <sighs> um, <laughs> this other helps the defeat of it at the end and may also be responsible for the creation of the turtle, who is its natural enemy. In it, the novel, the turtle refers to it as his brother. And again, we'll kind of tie more into like the whole aspect of lore when we start talking about the ending. Basically, it's like this weird alien monster dude, and he, I think the common amount of time is 27 years, but yeah, so basically he wakes up, feeds for like a year-ish or so, Mm. and then hibernates again for 25 to 30 years, and yeah. And (laughs) so that's, that's what Pennywise is. I feel like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) only because I like recently re-listened to... The Grudge episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe it's an American thing. Girl! I have... But not everything <laughs> needs to be explained. <laughs> I was plenty okay with him just being the evil, evil possible clown. Yeah. But we don't know. Why yeah. is he down there? Don't know. Don't know. It doesn't really matter. Don't, no, it doesn't. He's just killing people. Yeah. And <laughs> I made notes <laughs> about the whole thing at the end. And I definitely, 100% is the Grudge episode where I'm like... It, for me, I, do, I don't, I don't need to know this, and I don't really care to know this. And it, it, I kind of want to just talk about Pennywise, like as he is in, this, just in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, because he, to me, he, he is like just kind of my favorite embodiment of a monster. And and it's just like the weird thing because he's not, he's not everything I like in a monster, but like everything, every choice I made for him was is perfect. It works. Yeah. Because he, because what are they, like, how would I even describe him? Because there's moments, too, like, we were talking about, like, there's that dance scene at the end, mm. obviously, where, like, it is fucking weird, it's yeah. out of place, it's funny, but it fucking works, and it's fucking terrifying. I know, I've been, like, and, like, it kind of going back to, like, the Tim Curry Pennywise as well, I was, like, trying to, like, like roll around in my head whether this Pennywise is more human or not. Mm -hmm. And I think that he is not human at all, but those sorts of things are very human-like things, and you're trying to, like, push them on him and see, like, I'm like an eldritch abomination playing through these kind of human things. And so you're like, this is... This is weird and wrong. Yeah. Like, and it's just, like, it's it's discordant, I guess. Yeah. It's, like, the feeling I get from him when he, like, does, like, the weird, like, well, he, stuff. It, it is true. And I think that's in it where it's, like, it's, to me, like, it's very obvious some other worldly creature. Yeah. Even though he's dressed as a clown, he's trying to act human, even if it's, like, a fucking weird-ass yeah. human. Yeah. He's trying to mimic things that are, like, human-like. So even um in the opening scene when he's in the fucking little gutter, yeah. and Georgie's talking to him, and he's, like, laughing along with Georgie and all stuff, and then all of a sudden he, like, it's almost like he resets himself. Yeah. And he just, like, drops and, like, goes, like, does his growl thing, like, yeah. vacant. It's, like, yeah. it's weird. It is and weird. He's very, very whimsical as, like, you know, like a clown would be in a way. Like, mm. it's fun, and then he, like, when he's approaching Eddie in the Niebold house, yeah. and he's does his weird little walk and mm-hmm. then he mocks his sobbing and it's like he's playing with his food almost because like 
clowns are fun and they're yeah. funny and they play along with you, but this is like it's all fucking wrong. I know. It feels like I'm like like not how much self awareness does he have? Because I'm like it's like that's a weird concept to like apply to like a creature that uh, like a monster. Yeah. Kind of just I don't know. Like it. It. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's like a lot of deep thought that is like going into this because it's like. Like, doing, like, the silly dances mm-hmm. and, like, the, the kind of, like, weird movements. You're like, that's silly. That's, as a human watching that, I say that that is silly. Yeah. But as, like, a monster clown, do you think, haha, I'm imitating this silly thing. Yeah. Do you have that, like, concept that you're being silly? <laughs> well, and yeah, yeah, that's the... Th- I, I know, it just feels like I'm like, is... Is he aware and being like, oh, her, 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 this is what I'm doing because this weird kind of discordant, like, my acting, how I'm acting is going to, like, freak you out more? Yeah. Or is he like, well, I'm taking this thing I saw from that clown over there and that clown over there. I have no idea how these things are going to go together, but, but I'm going to be a clown and it's, <laughs> I'm going to make it work. And I, I think it almost... To me, it feels like it's a mixture of both because he's been around like since Derry yeah. was there. So he obviously he's been around people for a long time, but he does sleep for a long time. Yeah, but he's he's been around people enough to know like this is how people act. But I think it's it's almost the concept where like you can you can know like anything you want and mm. you can study it as much as you want. If you actually can't be it and live through it, you'll never one hundred percent get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I almost feel it is kind of like that. Where it's like I saw this thing do this, I saw that thing do that. And I, and I don't give a fuck at the same time because right, I, they can't fucking do anything about it. Well, that's like, it. And like, do I understand the context of what why humans find this silly? Maybe. Maybe yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't, no, I'm just here to eat kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if they laugh at me. <laughs> but that's, like, that's it. Like, there's, it is, everyone's, people are scared of clowns. They yeah. are. And, but there's someone like, this is like, you're looking at a clown, but it's almost like, the fact that he's a clown is scary, but that's not why you're scared of him. No. You're not scared because he's a clown. You're scared because everything he's fucking doing, though. Everything is wrong. Yeah. And like, it's kind of like what we talked about at the beginning, like, almost the Uncanny Valley thing. We're like, yeah. this is a clown. And, like, even though we're terrified of clowns, we know they're generally harmless and they're supposed to be fun and funny. Yeah. And he's doing stuff that's like, yeah, like, like even, I know body contortion is kind of creepy, but it's like. It's funny. It's like packed into like the tiny thing yeah, like clowns yeah, yeah. do. It's 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 very. But he's crammed himself into a fucking fridge, yeah. and so it's not like the tiny car. And then he crawls on out, and then it's he just he does and like says things even when he's like mocking Bill. Like mm. it's just I, I everything about him's wrong. Like, yeah, it's wrong, and I think that's what makes it creepy because it it feels like it it is it is a monster trying to like fit into this human shape. And I think that's... And it's not doing so well. No. <laughs> but, and at the same time, it doesn't fucking matter. No, because, exactly. Like, he doesn't... He, it's almost like it's he's not required to pass as anything. No. Even though he's like... I'm just gonna... Trying. He's just doing it because he wants to. That's what he wants to do. That's, I know. And, and like... I don't know. Like... Yeah, it just feels like I'm like... It's it's like... It's like a human ideal of being like, is he trying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Does... Is he, like, some cosmic thing? Does he even have a concept of, like, huh, I am going to try and pass as a clown, or yeah. I'm not going to try? I don't know. It just, it just, it's, 
Yeah. And I almost think that's mm. kind of the thing where it's like, it kind of like back to like the lore, how like we want to make sense of it. And mm-hmm. it's not so much like I want to be like, I want to know why he does it the way he does. It's like, I think it's just like the human nature in us. And I think that's what makes it creepy as well. Totally. Like, well, why does he do this? Why does he choose to be a clown? Why does he do that? And like, he was like, I don't fucking care why. Doesn't I want to, like, I yeah. don't care. Like he genuinely just like, this is it. Yeah. And um, I know there's the thing too where children, I always thought it was such a flawed logic, but it's like, he chose to be a clown because children are drawn to clowns. I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> Because yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... I've never ever been drawn to clowns. I don't believe that. Like maybe, like I, I'm, I'm not I'm back in the fifties. Maybe <laughs> I guess I call bullshit. Yeah, no, I know. It's kind of one of. But I guess like that is the thing too, where they think like this is what makes it easier for him to get to the children by being. But I guess like like that like what Ronald McDonald was like a big kind of influence on him. True, as well. because that's man like kids they do love Ronald McDonald. They do they because do. he makes good fucking cheeseburgers. He does he does? Um, so yeah, it's kind of the thing where it's like, did he choose this form for the yeah. fact to get? children because children are easier to scare so it's easier to yeah. feed on kids obviously like this that's all makes sense because obviously he feeds on fear but yeah blah, blah, yeah blah. so like is that why he chose clowns and then if he's a shapeshifter though because obviously we have like richie who has this fear of clowns like this is set in the 80s now yeah where the clown fear is definitely like it's a well it's, that's... it's definitely turned into more of a thing so it's like well why stay a clown yeah well that's it that's that because that's very very true Mm -hmm. that and that was kind of an interesting change that i thought that they were just like straight up like yeah afraid of clowns which i'm like makes more sense than was it mummies or where he was a werewolf it was like um yeah he yeah he was the werewolf and because they really did a lot of the universal monsters yeah that's right which make sense back then but like now that's that's not fucking scary, it's not scary. Now. no not even to like kids now like no 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 exactly watch a movie that's scary but it's not like they're really scared of like that the concept of like a werewolf yeah, yeah no, no, exactly. like, i'm just scared of that werewolf movie mm-hmm. um, yeah so it's strange but i think now though because <laughs> even though you can draw he probably used to be able to draw kids in closer because he was a clown clowns yeah. are fun everyone likes that he can now use it as fear as fear, yeah, this yeah. Is, so like, people are terrified of clowns, so stay, stay as a clown. Mm-hmm. They, they automatically get the fear. Well, and like, Georgie aside, does he really do much luring of people as a clown? Not really. Like, I feel like the minute he like he just shows up and he's like, bam, now yeah. I'm what you're scared of. You're yeah. not like, I wasn't drawn here by your clown guys, no, and now you fooled me. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, you just showed up. And now you got even worse. Well, that's the thing. So it's like he, yeah, it's, it's just, it's weird. It is. It's, it's a, it's a weird choice. That's the thing. And it's like, but it, and I think that's why it works. And I think that's why it's so scary because I'm like, no one would ever choose to do this. Right. And that kind of shows that it's like, well, he's not fucking human. No. So that's why no one would ever choose to do this. Yeah. Um, even just like his overall design, which I will talk about like with the whole like Pennywise versus Pennywise thing, but mm. Like, his overall design, like, having the, kind of the older, kind of looking outfit yeah. versus, like, Ron McDonald's. Less clown, more, like, gesture, yeah. almost. And, like, just speaking, like, design-wise, like, not even, like, for, like, this makes him a cool monster or anything. Like, he is just, he's visually appealing to look at. He's very interesting. Like, it's it's a very, you look at Tim Curry, Pennywise. Yeah. And you're like, that is exactly what I would expect a clown to look yeah. like. 
you you got the clown it, look down. 100%. 2017, whatever, this, this Pennywise, mm. he doesn't really look like a clown. No. Like, he's got the clown... There's clown Face qualities, sorta, yeah, and like got the pom pom. Like there's there's pieces, but I'm like, this is this is not a clown. No, that like, I'm looking at here. If I were to think like clown, it's the instant you ask him like Ronald McDonald, and like, the, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But like, I wouldn't ever pull him and be like clown. But yeah, like, no, you'd never look at that outfit. Yeah, like without his head attached, mm-hmm. you would look at that and be like, yeah, that's that's what a clown. Yeah, would. I definitely think Jester. Even like you can go into those weird like mime-ish type things yeah like, it's um yeah it's got like a theater kind of quality yeah but it's definitely not a clown look but i think it was like a hundred percent a really smart design oh choice yeah because it, he's well he stands out for one thing like totally it's, it's iconic now like you know even like his fucking weird like three-point hair yeah like <laughs> well and then and, and so and he looks so out of place mm-hmm. amongst in that universe yeah like Tim Curry, he looks like a clown you would just, you'd see anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Not Tim Curry, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. He doesn't look like, he doesn't look like he belongs no, there. No, you, like you'd see him and you're like, where the fuck did you come from? Yeah, or like if you is, saw Tim Curry, you'd be like, came from like that's a kid's birthday party yeah, or some shit, right? Yeah, like, life clown. Yeah, and um, <laughs> even like the makeup design too, because the red lines that's painted, because obviously he opens up his mouth to show the, the um, dead lights. Yeah. Which is this whole other fucking lore oh. thing where it's like, is he the deadlights? Does he come from the deadlights? Or does what he have the deadlights? The deadlights. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, it turns people, like, makes them instantly crazy or causes death. And it's just, it's weird. <laughs> it's a whole other Stephen King thing. Once again, it probably doesn't need to be explained. No. Even though you, like, I'm like, yeah. And, like, I, well, that's, like, even in the movie when they just, like, so the red face paint where, like, he unhinges his, like, whole fucking mouth. It splits along his paint where, like, the lines are. And that's how his mouth kind of, like, peels up a bit. Um, and then he just has, like, those fucking, like, lights that trance, puts, yeah. like, Beverly in a trance. And, like, that is so fucking cool. It is. Like, that is such a... And, because, like, I know in, in the miniseries, I think he had, like, glowing eyes, kind of. I think he did, like, a deadline Yeah, thing. I think it was the glowing eyes. Yeah, and I know he had, like, his big, like, sharp teeth and everything yeah. like that. But the way they chose to do this one, like, it's... Monster design is so like integral to a movie. Like you have it to is design super hit and miss, and they should be unique, but like good unique. Well, that's it exactly. Like you, you go too far in either direction, and it's either like this is lame and yeah. doesn't really hit its mark, or this is weird and lame and doesn't hit its <laughs> mark. You want to be like right in the middle there, and I, like, I think they did it perfectly because that thing too it's not just like all of a sudden oh it's a scary clown with like these fucking big ass teeth yeah it's like he just tore his fucking face that open that is not a human in it's any ex- yeah exactly like this is not human in the slightest yeah anymore. and I like I love that because when he does that when he opens it up and it's just like oh fuck like yeah he oh really... no and he's not even just like this weird monster. He's not even just like an alien. You're like, what the fuck is? Yeah, he? that's that's so beyond the realm of normal. Exactly. And yeah, I just great fucking design. It it really like it really really improved on what the miniseries kind of yeah. Which we'll kind of go into my other topic, which <laughs> I titled Pennywise versus Pennywise. <laughs> and as if it's not obvious, I'm 100 percent for Scarsgard. Um, I think, like, Tim Curry, like, the acting and everything he did, yeah. like, 
it was it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like that movie series, I guess, left a lot to be desired for acting. But I feel like he he did wonderful, and that's yeah. the reason why. Like that is so famous, and I think the reason why it's so famous is not because it was great. But I think it was because of him. He he, he carried that series he, on his back. He really <laughs> did. <laughs> and so, like, it it clearly worked. It clearly like terrified people. Yeah. Because there's that whole scene with like um, where he's outside in the laundry and the sheets. Oh my and... god! I when 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 <laughs> me and my friend first watched that, and just like in the basement, you see the like the sheet like yeah. flip up once, and then again, we just like ran upstairs like. <laughs> and we had to go back down and like stop the movie and like, then go back. Upstairs. And that's the thing because like that's that's a part I remember specifically mm. too. And like that is it's really it is creepy. And then I see him through the rest of the movie and I'm like, all right, simmer down. He's <laughs> um, like, okay, like there's things he does and it's funny and comic because he's a clown. He's, yeah. So I, I get why. Oh yeah. That. But Skarsgård took everything and like upped it by like a thousand. Like he's he's still funny, but he. But it's almost, he has less personality. Yeah. and it's, But in, like, a good way. Yeah. He's, he's less of a less of a character and more of, like... And he's almost, like, to me, he's more of, like, an entity. Yeah. And so I think that's it. Like, he's more of a, a monster, less, like, weird, drunk, like, birthday clown guy. Like, yeah, totally, though, right? He's, yeah, he's, like, really super... There's, like, there's it, something supernatural, paranormal about him, and it's not so much... Like a not so subtle John Wayne Gacy. Like Yeah, no no no. Like, exactly. It is very not human. Yeah. Whereas Tim Curry it was It could be like honestly he could be just like just some fucking weird guy. Just, yeah, murder clown. Yeah. And like I mean, like I know he had like glowing eyes and like the fucking teeth and did some weird stuff and like came out of like a drain exclamation or some shit like that. Oh, but like if you were to like look at them and like see how like their main core of acting was, it's like you it's he could just be a murder clown. What that's it. One of them is like a character and one of them is like one is a monster. Is a monster. Yeah, it, pretty much. Yeah. I think we did kind of talk about how Tim Curry's version is a lot more approachable for kids. And yeah. that was an argument a lot of people said too, like where the opening scene with Georgie, they're like, I wouldn't fucking go near that Skarsgård guy. Like, I wouldn't go near either, personally. Yeah, I wouldn't go in near anyone but... to drain myself, but... <laughs> but that's the thing, like he is definitely, he is more approachable, but I don't know, there's something about his, um... I... He's... <sighs> that's... So, visually, I think yes. The way he talks, he talks like he's a fucking alcoholic smoker. That's what I was going to say. He's, I'm like, Skarsgård has, like, I don't want to say, like, an innocence about him. He's, he's goofy. He's got a, go- like, it's a goofy voice. Like, yeah. Brittany, Brittany says he sounds like Scooby-Doo, and I'm like, you're not wrong, but you're not right. But- <laughs> so somewhere but- in the middle there. <laughs> he's got, like, a fun, like, playfulness. Yeah. His, the way he talks. Like, even, even when he's, like, threatening them, like, there's, like... It was like still like when he was making fun of Bill, mm. like as he's like holding him, he's like, sorry, huh? Yeah, like shut up, don't make fun. Yeah. <laughs> just gotta stutter. Like there's like it's a playfulness. Like yeah, there it is. And then whereas I feel like Tim Curry is kind of like clown or not, you kind of hear him and you look at him and you're like, oh, that's strange and danger right that's there. 100% and it's just and how you are as a person. That's like yeah, no, like I just feel like he would smell like stale yeah. beer and cigarettes. It's <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> Like it's just the way his voice was. It's like it's deep and gravelly. Yeah, and, like, blah, blah, blah. and, that, and I'm like, that's, that's an, kids, kids and he goes down for that. Like, yeah, don't. Ew. <laughs> Fuck off. But then like Skarsgård's like, hi, Georgie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the high voice is like a little bit more like I think kids would be 
more okay with yeah. that. Like, not more relatable, but it's like... I, if, if I were to hear the two voices, I'd be like, I'm going to go with that one because he sounds he sounds fun and whimsical. The other one sounds like he's going to murder me behind like a shed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's very true. And both are going to kill you, so yeah. you're fucked either way. Yeah. But... <laughs> wonder if that's like a I don't yeah it's weird because I was reading um comments of course for the second movie and some dude let's just call him like Carl was like losing it in the fucking comments because he was like the first like the chapter one was like fucking garbage and blah 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 and he was just on it and he but he loves the miniseries and I'm like there's a problem here Carl because you have even if you have no fond choice. memories of the miniseries, it wasn't good. It, it, objectively, yeah, not no good. And he was his main thing was like between like the two Pennywise. He's like, I would not go near that Pennywise. Blah blah blah. I'm like, well, then you can go off with the fucking. You wouldn't go near the other one though no. either. No, and that's the thing. So like that was. I mean, you can have your opinions even if they're wrong, but it was just. Yeah, that it was. Just, everything was just improved upon. Like, it was, even, yeah. Even if you have fond memories of the first, like the miniseries, this, and uh, you don't have to like this one. And I get it. If you have fond memories, you can like that one. Like for me personally, everything was like improved. Yeah, like and it was great. Like it, the Pennywise, like, Pennywise was just instantly better because I want a monster. I don't want a clown. I no. want a monster. And like they, they did that. Okay. I want to talk about some scenes and like, feel free to like jump in with any of your scenes you got that just like stick out in your fucking head. Yeah. I've got a few like listed. Um, and my first one I do want to talk about is the opening scene because (laughs) that's where this hyperfixation really just started for me. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Let me get into this. (laughs) (laughs) So the opening scene, there was a clip of it shown before, a horror movie. I don't remember which one. I want to say it's like Annabelle Creation, but I don't actually know. Either way, there was a little clip and Stephen King was like, blah, 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 doing the Stephen King thing. And they showed a clip. Mm. And it was from when Georgie puts like the boat into the water and it, whatever it does, all this fun little oh, dream thing. Yeah, yeah. Right until um, Pennywise's eyes change. And like, <sighs> I didn't, like, I, I knew they were making this movie. Yeah. Um, but I didn't see any trailers. I didn't, you know, see any interviews, nothing no. like that. Because I was like, oh. <laughs> honestly, my hopes weren't high. No. And like we talked about when we were watching the movie, like the bar was so fucking low that anything they did would be an improvement on the miniseries. So I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be fantastic. I'm like, it's just going to be. It's going to be something I may see in theaters. It's another horror movie. Yeah. And the horror movies, like, I love horror movies. They're not always amazing. Like, they're no. good, but they're good for a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do the scene and like we have the music, the cinematography. We have Georgie who can actually act compared to the oh other god, Georgie. right? Sorry, other Georgie. <laughs> um, and Pennywise was terrifying, but like still in like he's still intriguing. Like there's something like because I I think I saw like maybe a design when like this that other guy was supposed to be it instead of Bill oh, Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it was, like, an old, old design that I think might have even been, like, fan-made. Oh, okay. So I knew nothing about No, yeah, this. yeah. It was and completely going in blind. When I watched the clip again online, a really shoddy bootleg mm. version of it, because I was like, Mom, <laughs> you have to fucking see this. Like, Mom's a Stephen King fan. Yeah, I like, no, no. You need to see this. And it was, like, after watching it, like, 50 times and showing her, 
the thing that really, really cemented it to me was in that scene, he has one eye on Georgie and one eye on the audience the whole fucking time. And at the time, like, you don't really know much about this character design. You don't know that he can go cockeyed. You don't don't know any of that. And yet they chose, like, to do the cinematography to have him watching the kid and also watching you. So, like, there's this whole unnerving feeling throughout the whole thing, but I couldn't place why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fucking staring at you. Yeah. While still talking to Georgie. Oh, God. No, that's so (laughs) true, though. I was, like, immediately hooked. Like, I just... At, like, like, I'm not, like I am no, 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 like, yeah. It, thinking about it because even when I saw it in theaters for the first time and I saw the whole scene and then like Georgie's arm gets like bit right off and we talked about it kind of in hereditary where stuff happens to kids but they yeah, don't yeah, show yeah. It, it anything that came after that didn't fucking matter to uh, me no. because like the whole movie if anything that scene like yeah. it's just well and that's it like I'm like just just in general i'm like it is it is a you could almost cut it off there and just have it as a short story Mm -hmm. and that scene is just like Mm -hmm. perfect like it just has all the right kind of elements and then the fact that they kind of they put even a tiny bit of effort into making it like come to life well yeah like and then as i said i'm like because if, if they did stop it there yeah i'd be so fucking happy with that short movie like yeah. just like you just be like holy jesus it's amazing but then <laughs> then they chose to do like the rest of the movie yeah. and i was like <laughs> i was like wow. what the fuck this thing is amazing and it's like just because they carried the feel throughout the whole thing like there's like all this passion and this desire to make something fucking good and creepy but real and raw and they carried it throughout the whole fucking movie without like once faltering no it's it's it's, all the way to the end it's it's so true though and oh i got goosebumps (laughs) honestly you guys can i can't even express how much like this movie like my favorite horror movie i think will still always be the exorcist but i think i definitely think it is my favorite movie yeah it's just i got goosebumps no it's like it's, it's it's so it's such a it's such like an experience to watch it really is like that's why i I have friends who like hate horror movies and refuse to watch them and i'm like you you have to watch this movie like you have to like it is genuinely a really good it's a good movie Uh, um okay (laughs) bring it down but like um one of the other scenes that really stand out for me is um the Neibolt house when they go and like Bill, Eddie, and Richie and they find Betty Ripsom. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. find Betty Ripsom, quote, quote, around her name. I, like, I don't even know where to like start with it because like it, it starts with obviously like they're all going to go in and then they're like, actually, who wants to stay outside? And, the, and it's like the funny kind of thing because everyone's like, us, everyone wants to stay outside. And then they draw the straws and it's great because then you get the, my bro TP. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're just funny with their lovely banter. Mm. And like immediately right away, he's like, well, you know, don't breathe your mouth open because then you're eating it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Fucking inhaler. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, but then you, I think it's kind of like you get to really see the full extent because you find there's that missing persons poster of Richie. Oh, yeah. And then he just freaks out, which is very interesting because I feel like he's. And he's, he's such like a comic relief character. Yeah. And like so like chill. Like even, um. When they leave Bev's place after paint, not paint, after they paint the blood, after they <laughs> clean up the blood, um, he's like, "Can only virgins see this?" Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying like it's, he's very like like it's very flippant. Yeah, he doesn't. It's like it's, he's going along with his friends and everything. Oh, but yeah. it's like 
just what the fuck ever. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, like this is, it's this real. This is real. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was a huge turning point. And then it like just escalates from there because then you hear like, they go to see Betty Ripsom and she's like, help me. And then she gets dragged Drag- the fuck away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The leper comes back, which is Javier Botet. Love my man. Oh, Fantastic. So long. <laughs> he's so long, isn't he? He's so long. Bless him. So he comes back. That's when Eddie breaks his fucking arm because he gets separated from Bill and Richie. Richie gets stuck in the fucking clown room of death. And this, so then there's that coffin with the little puppet Richie in it. And then there's the whole the iconic beep beep Richie. Yeah. Which you did mention you wish was kind of peppered in I a bit just, more. Like, I just feel like it was such like... It was, it's just kind of like that iconic. It's a it's a thing. Thing. Yeah. And I feel like context wise, I'm like, it's more of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the audience than it. Like I'm like definitely because yeah, I feel like because if you went in without knowing about like the novel or miniseries, which a lot of people did, yeah. because that's totally fun. The miniseries wasn't good. Not Novel's everyone's a in... really big novel. It is. And it, it's a big novel. It's like sitting right there. It's yeah. Like, it's huge. Hefty boy. Kill a man with that book. Right? So like, even if they know, because pretty much everyone knows Pennywise. Yeah. For the longest time, people always just call him It too, because they yeah. actually don't know. You just know of. Mm-hmm. So it, that was definitely more of like a nod to the audience. Like, ha ha. Yeah. Which I feel like, I'm like I don't know. I just feel like there were times where like, oh, like, shut up, Richie. I'm like, that's, that's where you put the beep beep, Richie. Mm-hmm. That's what that, that's where that goes. You just <laughs> and, put it in there. And that's the thing, though, too, because it's like, would kids, like, okay, so would kids actually say beep, beep, Richie, or would they actually tell, shut up, Richie? Which, like, to be fair, more would say shut up, Richie, but that's kind of like, it's almost like an inside joke thing. That's, that's what I feel like it always kind of was. Mm-hmm, which I think, it's just, it's just another thing that would, like, group them together as exactly, friends. Exactly, like, kind have of having that, like, inside, inside joke. joke sort of thing. And it it kind of did just further the thing of like why is Pennywise so fucking weird if you yeah. had, like if you had no context you're like what what are you why do you, why are you like this? now see though because if they did say beep beep Richie it's yeah. just like a thing where it's like Pennywise clearly knows shit about you oh yeah and that would have been really kind of cool that's... like that's something that's your inside joke with your friends and I wormed my way into your circle yeah exactly <laughs> like I can just I just throw this out and you're like ew that's not, that's <laughs> not for you <laughs> it's not your joke I, yeah I think that would be that would have been kind it's, of cool. it's effective kind of mm-hmm. um so then that scene like progresses where not Eddie is in like that weird mattress and oh, yeah does his lovely <laughs> spasm and like it's like it's hot, hot bloody oil something. stuff. It's something, something burning, <laughs> burning up the floor. And then I think what I really like because it really plays to um Pennywise's like character, the weird like the kind of cheeky like I'm fun. <laughs> like, I'm not your regular monster. I'm your fun monster. I'm your fun monster. <laughs> like, the fucking doors where it's like not scary at Wait, all. <laughs> scary, very scary. Which I feel like there was a long gap between when I saw the movie with you and then we saw it at your birthday, I think. Oh yeah. And I was Oh like, yeah, by the way, this year I watched it oh, again yeah. on my birthday. <laughs> it was the birthday flip. <laughs> but like when I I was like thinking about that and I was like Thinking about the very scary, scary, not scary. I'm like, you just made that up. Or you saw that in a parody thing. That's yeah. not in the movie. That's I'm like, it. yeah, you're right. That's not in the movie because that's really weird. And then watching it, I'm like... It's in the movie. It's 100% there. That's definitely in the movie. <laughs> and I was just like, 
That is weird. It's funny. Like, to me, it's like it's funny to me mm. because it's just it's very like it's, it's so not serious. Exactly, and that's the thing because then they open. Obviously, they choose like not scary at all because and it's the thing where I'm like, you never choose that door. All right, I'm like, <laughs> that, that's your, your children. Come you on, never now. choose that one at all. Um, but they choose the not scary at all and. Betty rips on the fucking, like, lower half's gone. I'm like, what's in and the other two like, doors, huh? It's my shoes. Where the fuck were her legs? <laughs> but see, then, that's the thing. They throw in, like, that little bit of comedy aspect. There's, yeah, too, right? Where, like, because fair enough reaction. Yeah. Especially coming from someone like Richie, who, as he's, like, we were talking about, like, this kind of pretty flippant and kind of just yeah, yeah, rolls yeah. with things. Like, 100% agree. We're like, where yeah. the fuck are her legs, Richie? <laughs> Where'd they go? But that's what you're concerned about right now? Yeah, right. <laughs> In terms of all the things that are going really wrong right now. Ugh. Meanwhile, downstairs, fucking Eddie's arms busted as shit, and Pennywise unfurls himself from the fucking fridge, and he's like, hello, <laughs> time to float. <laughs> Does his oh. fancy little walk. Yeah. And I remember before people were saying, too, like how... Like, for me, I'm like, I always say I want to protect these children. I'm like, yeah. protect them at all costs. And everyone's like, oh, protect Eddie. He's like a little baby. He's small. He's tiny. He's scared of everything. And he's sitting there, like, smacking Pennywise's face. I'm I like, know. He, he does not need the protection. <laughs> he, he is a brave little soldier. Oh, he's so cute. Um, But then it, it does, like, further the whole, like, Pennywise playing with his food. Because then he mocks, like, his, like, sobbing and everything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's just, like, right in his face. And Yeah, kind of, like, that going in close to, like scare him and then like kind yeah. of drawing back yeah and, like, like, like just enough is, right yeah. and that whole scene is where they kind of face pennywise all of them together yeah and that's why he, and then he like shrinks away and everything and so that that whole scene i think it's kind of like almost like mid movie is like mm. definitely one of my favorite because i think of that whole reason like it really just cements the idea like oh this is what's happening this is how it's happening yeah and like this is kind of how we have to approach it and like I feel like it's a it's an interesting turning point almost for Pennywise mm-hmm. because like the minute they're like this isn't real and then they go through the door and you see him and he like just kind of like turns his head and he's yeah. like oh oh suddenly things are not going quite according exactly. to plan exactly which I I'm assuming have not had to deal with before mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of a huge thing because in addition to you know transitioning from like childhood to adulthood friendship is a huge core aspect and mm-hmm. the fact that they're there for each other like Bill telling Richie like you remember the poster that yeah. wasn't real so this isn't real and they open that door mm-hmm. and Pennywise is like oh fuck because, oh dear <laughs> and that's the thing because it's like he, he's kind of just picked everyone off one by one yeah and then all of a sudden he like, wants to like torment like this whole group but like the thing about this group is they're really good fucking friends well, like and they and I think it's that's all they have because they don't they don't have people to pick and choose from. No, exactly. And like a lot of like I feel like them kind of I guess I guess for Ben and Mike more so it's kind of like these are like relationships. Not like like kind of formed in like like a tense, like scary kind of situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like that sort of thing bonds people a lot faster for kind sure. of thing. Yeah, because you're yeah, you're kind of it's almost like um people who have like almost like shared trauma. Yeah, exactly. They will you you because there you can understand like the darkest parts and then you, your fears better mm-hmm. and like that's a huge weakness and vulnerability for people. Oh, totally. So that's why people who do have shared trauma do seem to bond really rapidly. Exactly, which... it's like that heightened emotional mm-hmm. kind of yeah no 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 totally. And it's kind of like um 
like Pennywise has like infected dairy. Like yeah, it is. It like there's a nod to it with um when Ben's on the bridge getting attacked by like Henry and Co. And he yells at like those adult people, help me! And then it's like, nope, <laughs> nope. The balloon floats up in the back, and it's kind of thing where I'm like, were those Pennywise? Was it not Pennywise? Was it? To me, I read it almost as like a weird hint of like everyone turns a blind eye to fucking everything in this town. Yeah. Because, and be it Pennywise's control or not, like, it's just people, like, don't... Like, all these kids are missing and they're just like, shit. Oh, no. And they set, like, a curfew in place and everything like that. But they turn a blind eye almost to, like... Yeah, it's like... Like, this is, like... It's really, like, it's an epidemic, though. Right? And no one seems to really care. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, so... I kind of feel, even though... um, Ben and Mike are relatively new to the group. It's like, who the fuck else do they turn to? No, no, exactly. Like, you can't turn to, like, the adults that no one believes. You don't have any other really friends, so, like, you can't turn to them. You have, like, this group of losers. Who just kind of take you in. Yeah, and they 100% believe you. Yeah. Welcome you with open arms. And they're with you, like, through thick and thin without without questioning it. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Like, so who else would you turn to? Well, that's it. My, my final scene is... Um, the blood oath scene. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Which ties into the scene that I, I don't really want to talk about, but because everyone always, every time you mention, like, oh, you know that movie? They're like, you know they had sex in a big child orgy in the book? It's like, shut the fuck up, Stephen. <laughs> like, yes, I know this. Is, it's always brought up. <laughs> Mr. King, you wrote this yourself. God. No. Like, ugh. <laughs> like, I get it. So, like, I'm not gonna go into detail. Obviously, they cut it out of that. They cut it out of the miniseries. Um, <laughs> Solid decision. Agreed. <laughs> it's weird, and I'm I'm not gonna discuss the whole morality of it because that's yeah. You know, no, cause I... he says, and like I get it because it's it it's supposed to be kind of like here's like a meta. It's a metaphor. Metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorical transition from childhood to adulthood. We're not going to address the morality of it. We're just... I just want to bring it up because every time you mention this fucking movie, there's, like, some smartass who's like, you know what's in the book, right? You know that scene in the book? Remember the scene in the book where the kids have sex? I'm like, okay, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? They just have to bring it up every time. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) I feel like there's a (laughs) lot... As a scene, the first time I read it, I didn't know what was going on. Fair. To be fair, like, I feel like, I feel like you're like, yeah, that's pretty messed up when you know what's going on. But I'm like, as a scene, it's pretty tame. Mm-hmm. For Stephen King, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's pretty tame. Like, I'm like, weird, weird that you had this thought. Yeah. But I'm like, but like, it's, 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 it's not as, like, it's not, not as bad as like, it's made out to be. Like, I'm like, it's, yeah freaking weird but i'm like <laughs> there's a lot of really weird stuff in this book well, like take your there's pick. yeah that's it's 100 percent. like it's kind of like out of context yes yeah in context i'm like have you read the rest of the fucking book right like in right. and have you read the rest of this shit just yeah, in general exactly um so the reason why this scene does tie into um my that blood scene. oath scene yeah <laughs> is because the blood oath scene kind of replaced the whole um, childhood to adult transition. Uh, okay, um, that makes sense. And it's kind of, it's it's hinted at, but I, I don't know if it's going to actually be, like, true. But it's the last time they're all together as a group, is yeah. what it's been said to be. It's whether or not that's true, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Um, which just makes me want to cry. Um, 
and they have that song by Benjamin Walfish, um, right at that part called Blood Oath. Mm. And it, everything about that scene, like they just like do the whole pan around the circle, and then one by one they slowly leave. In a very specific order. In a very specific order. <laughs> do we do we talk about those? Do we talk about spoilers? Um No Because hmm. I feel like I feel like certain there's it's certain things I, I kind of take as a like everyone knows that that's yes. gonna happen. Yes. Right? And I, I there will be a warning in the beginning of the episode. So if you do wanna discuss something. I feel like if you're if you're gonna listen I mean yeah. If you're listening to this you probably have some interest in the story as a whole. Yes. The book's been out for a while. The book's been out since, what, 86? <laughs> the the miniseries has been out for a while. Mm-hmm. No, you're completely correct. We can discuss that, um, if need be. If need be. Not just in vaguely towards it. So they, they do leave, as Rebecca said, in a very specific order. And... <laughs> take that as you will yeah <laughs> i was kind of hoping maybe they would change the second movie and maybe stanley might hang out with his friends but we'll see how i that feel goes. like i feel like <sighs> i like I, I don't know like how much how much can we can we speculate and i i hmm, well mm, okay, because let's... i feel like i feel like Stanley, whatever his fate may be, I feel like is like a pretty important kind of like, I I feel like I was like, yeah, that's, that's going to happen no matter what. Yes. But the other... Feel free to say it. I'll, we'll, we'll put a warning in. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> um, and, and maybe because I haven't... <clears throat> seen the movie in a while or miniseries in a while and I haven't read the books in a while and I'm like what was kind of what came out of his death and that's 100% true I agree with I keep saying 100% a lot it's gonna be like 50% I, I, I 100%. just keep saying yeah 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 no 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 yeah yeah no no yeah, um, yeah. Stan- Stanley's death definitely had a there was a purpose almost. Exactly. And, and it's not to say like Eddie's death didn't have a purpose other it but it was, it was kinda of more like, This is really sad and and I'm I'm down for angst. Like I love oh, yeah. angst. I do think they could change it because it, it didn't really impact as much. Like um That's story like, wise. The, yeah, I feel like I feel like Stan it was kind of like the, not everyone can is is going like not that strong, mm-hmm. but I guess like Having faced that sort of trauma, he's like, I, I can't do that again. Yeah. And that's and a huge that's, thing. Yeah, exactly. That's very much something that he is, like, then immediately, like, thrust back into, like, he doesn't just be like, mm, sorry, wrong number. Yeah. He's just like, I repressed cause... everything yeah. and now it's come back. And I don't want to fucking do it. Yeah. And would, don't blame me, Stan. 100%. There's literally no other way out, though, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, I think, just going off topic from scenes, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm like, don't, we don't need to spoil this more. Um, but I do think that really goes to show, because I use the term, like, Pennywise pretty much infected dairy. Yeah. It really does go show, like, it, he infected everything and yeah. everyone. So, like, that was Stan's way out. And, because that's the thing, because now he remembers... Now he has to even, like, even if he doesn't go back, he has to live with all that shit that happened. Yeah. 
and it was just easier to piece like yeah which so that just goes to show like how deep it is totally though um we're gonna kind of talk about hopes and dreams for the second one but that was kind of more the endings so this is kind of on topic so i'll throw it in here my one question for you which um mike in the original one was more of the historian yeah this role was given to ben now what who who do you think is going to be like because mike's the one that brought everyone back because yeah. he has like all the he's the historian yeah who is going to do it in chapter two do you think it's still gonna be mike or like because they gave that they gave that role to ben they did but ben has his own ben has like ben his, has a, a has a character arc that revolves around him not being exactly, in dairy exactly whereas That's the thing. whoever stays back be it like well it's mike yeah his whole story arc is that while everyone else is off living their grand life, mm-hmm. he's like not suffering, but no. he's basically everyone else gets rich, gets famous, yeah. has a wonderful life. He is a poor librarian. Yeah. He's living a hard life, mm-hmm. kind of. And I feel like that is a specific story arc unto him. Yes. But yeah, it was an interesting, it was a weird choice to like put that on Ben. It's, my thing, I did, I feel almost like Stanley and Mike almost did get a little shafted. Big time. Um, But I think for Stanley, I think mainly because his, his, even though he, he dies really, really quickly, his, his story is in his death, unfortunately. Yeah. That's his thing. That's like his arc. That Totally. And, so unfortunately it, it is... It's it is a small part. Um, could they have done more? Like definitely yes for sure. But for his story, like it, I think we'll get more of that in chapter two, even if it is just small. Um, yeah, because that that is his story. That's that's his that's the thing, which it sucks. Sorry, um, <laughs> Mike. However, his thing was being the historian, and they kind of gave it to Ben because Ben does kind of have that weird love triangle thing, and then his like glow up in adulthood. Yeah, and so like that's his story. And I feel like they did kind of rip Mike's away almost. So well, that's it. And like, I feel like, yeah, like Mike got <laughs> they did Mike a little dirty. They did Mike really quite dirty. You know, what? I'm gonna take back my three continuity things. I I don't I don't like what they did to Mike. Yeah, <laughs> like I yeah I feel, and and like he's such he's such kind of like that pivotal character in the mm-hmm. second part in that. He's the one that brings them yes. all back. And he's the one like, I've been tracking this. These things have been happening again. I'm the only one with any memory of this. Guess you guys all forgot. Yeah. And so like, how how are they going to make that work when that's Ben's role? That they gave that to Ben. Like, yeah. all of a sudden it's like, now I'm interested. I'm... Is it going to be something where like Ben like bestowed him all this information when he was like, peace, I'm leaving Derry. And then Mike just stuck with it? Was Mike even... In that scene where they're all in Ben's bedroom? Uh, not yet, no. God damn, they did him dirty. They did him dirty. Wow. Yeah. They really did. And so I'm, I am I am hoping that there's a bit of, like, a redemption. I on, hope so. On, in, like, the second one, because he, he does have a pretty big role. Like, he is the guy who brings them back. Yeah. So I'm like, well, how are you going to make that work when that's not his thing anymore? You took that from him. Yeah. Um... But it it could be something too, like maybe when Ben does leave, he's like, "Here's all my shit. Like yeah. I'm leaving this town. I don't want any of it here." You might find some interest in it. You might be, blah, yeah. blah, blah. or maybe they bond a bit more, and like that's what sparks it for Mike. Um, 
yeah, because it's kind of approach it. It's kind of one of those. It's like a weird, not like a fate sort of thing, but like he's kind of they're like, oh well, like why didn't you like ever like move out of Derry kind mm-hmm. of thing, and he's like, I guess. Like, it, ju- it just happened that way. Yeah. Like, you guys all moved away, yeah. and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I kind of... I do want to see what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I don't think it ever really explained why they chose to give it to Ben, but... I, d- I don't think it was... It, it wasn't wrong. Like, it seemed kind of fitting where, like, all of a sudden it's, like, this weird new kid. Mm-hmm. And so he has nothing else to do but research the town. Yeah. That makes sense where, like, Mike was homeschooled and he just working on his farm. So, like, I, I, I get... I get the character thing of part of it, but I'm yeah. like... It, what's he going to do? That's his... That's his thing. That's like, and his it's, thing. And it's an important thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's just kind of... <laughs> yeah, I know. I, it was. I, I, I did. I never really kind of thought about yeah. it until like, yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, they really. I did. I always did feel um, that Stan and Mike were kind of shoved to the side. Um, but I think for Mike's character, was almost like completely rewritten. Almost, yeah. Like there's, there's, they, yeah. He's just. He's just. Like a there. completely different... But at the same, and at the same time, like, I, I love him. Like, every time... Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like, the way his character is portrayed and everything like that. He, he's a delight. Mm. Wonderful. But I do think, like, there could have been more of him. And same thing, I do feel like there could have been more of Stan. But, at least with Stan, I understand, because, like, his his arc. Like, yeah. if this movie was doing the back and forth thing, I think there'd be, like, enough of a Stan thing. Yeah. Um... But it's not, so unfortunately you just get the childhood part of it, which unfortunately his thing isn't, that's not his time to shine. No, 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 exactly. Um, um did you have any, because <laughs> it was kind of scenes, kind of not scenes, um, did you have any I mean, stuff? I think, I think just, like, the visuals of when they're, like, in the sewer and, like, the first, like, seeing them floating, mm-hmm. like, I just feel like I was, I was so so impressed like mm-hmm. i feel like it's kind of one of those ones like it's like the we all float down here is just such like an iconic thing and you're like yeah. it's definitely water right yeah it's definitely water because it's a sewer and i'm like just the fact that they're like okay yeah we could do water yeah or or we could do something completely different yeah. and just like and yeah i just feel like it's like that like just taking it one step beyond what you'd expect Kind of like I don't know, just like the visual of that, I was just like, "Oh my god!" I like I yeah, I agree because it's but it's like Pennywise is like no no I mean I mean literally like we're we're bitch we're floating in the air and so you see like the kids floating around like this precarious tower of like almost like trophies that he gathered from the kids over the decades yeah centuries maybe oh probably yeah like and no that scene it's definitely like and it's very haunting. Because um, they just look up and there's like, there's bodies just floating, yeah, like, swirling. Around like and there. it doesn't like it just nothing about it looks like it it belongs mm-hmm. underground. I like it just feels like I'm like this this isn't a real place. No, like it, somehow like this isn't like, a sewer almost. Like, no, it's... we we we've stepped beyond into something else. This is mm-hmm. not how a sewer should be. Which out. <laughs> that kind of is like a weird like play on too like with Pennywise you see him like but this is not how it should be no you're in the sewer but this is not how it should be and like and that's that's unfortunately that's just how he is yeah and it works and it's wonderful like, oh it's, no like, totally it's, 
that that's yeah that is that's a great scene it's it, yeah that mm-hmm. that's kind of the one that stands out so mm-hmm. so much in my mind just as like a i was just just so blown away yeah, in the theaters the miniseries didn't actually have like anything remotely like no. that and do they really have anything remotely like towards floating though or are we just supposed to be like we'll float down you'll float too blah 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 blah, blah. i don't think you just kind of so i think it's just kind of like you just take it as like you'll float in the sewer because it's yeah. watery so that's such a weird it's strange thing to say uh-huh <laughs> but it's it's it is iconic though yeah so it is interesting that in this movie as you said like, mm. like we could float in water or like we could literally float yeah and which i think that just plays into the whole monster aspect it's, it's like it's not just bodies like getting fucking soggy in a yeah. sewer like it there is something what is going on yeah, here horribly wrong here like totally. that defies any ounce of human yeah and yeah no, that's a really good scene mm-hmm. yeah i think that's that's probably like hands down my favorite scene yeah 80s versus 50s i know nothing about either <laughs> <laughs> i personally think it was um like I love the okay well okay I love the idea of the fifties mm. everything else was wrong in the fifties <laughs> <laughs> I'm that I'm that aesthetic girl where I'm like yeah I wanted to go to the malt shop I'm like you can still fucking do that you can do it without, without <laughs> the racism and sexism right. and everything else that was fucking wrong um, I think it was incredibly smart to put this in the eighties um, for a number of reasons um, yes it's well it's definitely it's updated for one thing. Mm-hmm. It it's definitely in this time frame where like we got Stranger Things and everything we're like, we're almost like, piggybacking on this eighties nostalgia. It's like it's I feel like uh, it's some sort of like rule of something like film or something, but it's like things go like a twenty year or a thirty year cycle, <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. You mentioned that to me before, um, and like and when it true. came out, you're like, oh yeah, looking back to like. Like Greece, and mm-hmm. like it was that sort of time. You're like, oh yeah, things were great back then. Yeah. And now we're like, oh yeah, the '80s things yeah. were great back then. And it's, and it's good too because like even though like I'm like I'm '90s kid, born, like born in '91, mm. and then a lot of my consumption was like late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, no, I was same. Old around then, but I still watched a lot of things that came from the 80s mm. like even like there's a shit like the goonies and like i'm talking about like the friend-based ones too like yeah. Goonies and stand by me and everything like that was like so and there was just a specific it was almost like a weird specific kind of way that was like almost like coming of age movies were done in the 80s yeah yeah, yeah. that it is brought back right now so i think it was very smart to set this in the 80s versus the 50s where everything is kind of like right now like we don't care about the 50s no you're like you're like god that was yeah the, the war had just pretty much yeah. happened and especially we're very much in a culture right now too where we're really pushing like political correctness yeah we're like why the fuck do we want to hang out in an era like so steeped in racism oh, and yeah, sexism yeah. and all that stuff and like homophobia and everything not to say the 80s were perfect by any means at all but it's there's a thing where it's like going further back in time like the, the worst ex- yeah yeah the worse it gets <laughs> yeah so there's still your shit in the 80s for sure but it's yeah like, that's that's very interesting it's kind of like to me where it was the thing too where i'm like oh i love the 50s but mm-hmm. i'm like bitch i don't fucking love the 50s like, <laughs> in theory maybe this the thing like the aesthetic is great actual no so like it's almost like we kind of turn our noses up to it at least like 
I feel like a lot of our generation yeah. recognizes the problems in those eras that were once um, ideal, like, idealized. Yeah, kind of looked on with that sort of <clears throat> Which, again, nostalgia. 80s definitely 100% had problems, 90s had problems, everything had the problems. We all we're having have problems, problems now still. Yeah. Um, as grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think taking it to the 80s, I feel like it, the one when it was set in the 50s where they used like the universal monsters, um, and I, th- I think those were like fears like you know yeah kids did have um back then but i feel like now like when it came to the 80s people like as each generation comes like you get older a lot younger mm-hmm. so it was almost like it, it'd almost be patronizing to be like this kid's scared of mummies i mean like they kind of the thing with ben yeah but it's not like he's scared of like frankenstein or anything like like they have real fears too like her dad well it's... and the fire and yeah and i feel like i feel like that's that's it's a weird kind of thing because like in the book, Richie and Bev, I think it's just Richie and Bev go to see the werewolf movie. I think I think yeah yeah, and so then it's like oh like Richie's fears like mm-hmm. the werewolf, but I'm like, if I think about it, if Pennywise really wanted to screw with me, he'd be like, hey, don't I look like the Grudge Lady? And yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that's true though. That's true. Yeah, like I'm like I feel like I'm like I obviously have like more nebulous fears but mm-hmm. i'm like you really want a solid fear that's true. straight from that movie i can kind of like i'm like obviously I guess, we're yeah. looking at them being like yeah frankenstein's dumb it's mm-hmm. not scary but i'm like i've seen horror movies that have scarred me and pennywise could definitely take advantage of that and flaw I, in my character i think that's the thing though because like if it was set in the 50s yeah and their fear was, like, Frankenstein or, like, yeah. the werewolf and anything like that. Like, that would make sense because those were the horror movies at the time. Exactly. It'd be more, like... Frank- a- 80s now. Yeah, it'd be, like, it's, like, it, 80s really got into, like, the slasher. Yeah. So it's, like, for him to be scared of, like, Universal Monsters, it's, yeah. like... Because in the 80s, that shit was hokey. Exactly. So, like, but if it was, like, a slasher, it'd be, like, ah, like... Oh, God, uh, yeah. So... Hockey mask. Yeah, so when they started pulling in... And I think the further away it is, so like now if I were to watch something like that was like the fifties, yeah, I'd be like, well, why the fuck are they scared of that? Like I wouldn't. No, no, no. Exactly. I wouldn't be doing this deep dive into it. But yeah, if, now like looking back when it's just the eighties, they got you have like the fear of clowns, which I'm mm-hmm. understandable. Um, and then there is that scene with Ben and mummies, but you still think like they're still kind of like kids. But then you yeah. have like Bev and her father, like which a hundred percent real. <laughs> so so like the most unsettling of them all. Yeah, and even like um Mike and like the whole because like the fire and everything like yeah. it's like the burning hands and which then again like I'm like but then I'm like is that is that a fear. I think it almost is, because like, I think it's, like, he's kind of forced to relive, like, this weird trauma that... But, but I like, I feel like, I'm like, is it, are you afraid of fire? Are you afraid of being in a burning building? Mm-hmm. Are you afraid, like, I guess, I guess that one was, like, I'm like, it's, it's a super trauma. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how does that manifest itself as a fear? Are you afraid of your parents coming back from the... Dead? For like, me, I kind of, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely the trauma of it, but his literal fear was like reliving that trauma over and over and over mm, and over again. Okay. So, like, forced, even like, because I don't even know if he was like actually like there, there, like, in Well, did he see that, like, and that was like, yeah, kind of with the visual, because it's like, oh, they were trying to get into his room, mm-hmm. but it was too hot in their hands. Like, I'm like, 
so you didn't actually see them trying, like, yeah. what you're seeing with their hands kind of, like, coming out of the door. Mm-hmm. It's like, you didn't actually see that, though, did no. you? No. So is it the kind of thing where, um, where it's like, is it better to know how something happened, or do you okay. let your imagination run yeah. wild? Yeah. And so that's, like, maybe they all died of, like, smoke inhalation anyway. Well, that's and it. They just, whatever. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, burned down to the bone, but... Like, for me, I perceived it as him, like, almost reliving that trauma over and over again. That was the fear. That was the fear. Not, oh, not so much, okay. like, scared of um, it, I guess. It's, like, the fact that I have to keep seeing this over and over. Uh, Even if it's just okay. what he imagined happened. Yeah. It's, like, he, he's stuck. He, like, he doesn't want to think about it anymore. And that's that's his fear. It's, like, to do that over and over and over and over. Yeah. That's how I thought. No, no, that, that's fair. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Um, my other final note about setting it in the 80s versus the 50s is it, it puts the adults in, um, present day. Oh, yeah. And nothing relates harder than when you're going through it at the same time. Yep, right now. (laughs) So it's like, everyone's gonna have smartphones and it's gonna be great. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be. (laughs) Yeah, and like, I think, I think we kind of like touched, we, we briefly kind of like talked about like, not, not that kids weren't savvy back then, but Mm -hmm. I'm like. Wouldn't it wouldn't see a bunch of kids riding their bikes around exploring old mansions nowadays. Well, and I think so. Like even if they try to set it present time, kids' um, time. Yeah, you're right. Like I'm like this wouldn't happen. No, I'm like for like the inevitable remake. Another like fifty years in the future, mm-hmm. they said it. Two thousand, whatever year it is. Yeah. Nineteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like it. It, it changes it completely it really it's because um i always feel like we like our generation was kind of like almost like the last generation to grow up in a time where like the internet and shit like yeah. didn't really exist yeah so at least easily um so we did have unfortunately like our time too it wasn't quite the same time where you can just go roam around free because that's when kidnapping like the fear of that actually has it's become a disgusting reality. Yeah. Um. So we were on this weird cusp of like this weird overprotective society, which in its own right makes sense. Yeah. Um. Versus, yeah, like in the eighties, kids could pretty much do whatever the fuck they wanted. Well, that's it, and that's why it was like it, it tied in closer to the fifties in that regard that <laughs> kids just fricked off. Yeah, and that's it. It pretty much until like I would say like roughly nineties ish, depend like yeah. the general population. Yeah. Um you eventually do reach a point where like no kids don't do that anymore and so like nowadays you couldn't you couldn't well that logically do that opening scene with georgie mm-hmm. it's like no no his mom would be hmm, five meters back yeah being like hey don't talk to clowns in the sewer yeah Georgie, get out of there <laughs> i'll make you a boat when you get home let's go well not even like them trying to like go after pennywise like that wouldn't fucking happen they'd all and like this is definitely not a dig like that was a rascal millennial because <laughs> like, I'm the same way but it's like I wouldn't be leaving my fucking house are you kidding me I'm like is my phone gonna be there like no like I don't want that adventure like it's no. like, my adventure thing is like hanging out with my friends doing other stuff that whatever fucking kids do nowadays they they really couldn't set the childhood part nowadays I really no. don't think that could work without changing a lot of the story yeah so then I wonder kind of with the future bit they're like oh yeah kids are going missing again like mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of how they're going to be, like, go about that because everything's so much smaller Yeah. now and, like, that sort of stuff's on the internet. And yeah. And like, hey. Um, it's it's true, though, because if they, it would be posted all over the internet. Yeah. It would be, like, everywhere and people would know about it, Um, unless the whole infection of 
Pennywise is the reason why it's not. Yeah. Which could very well which, be. Which does make sense. Like, I'm like, I would definitely accept that as a oh, as an argument. Yeah. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess while we're kind of, like, on that topic, I am actually quite concerned about how they're going to... I Maybe not so much end the movie, but do the, the end of Pennywise. I'm concerned how that's going to work because I don't like how it's ended in the book with him. I don't like how it's ended in the miniseries. And actually, the original script for this one, I maybe it would have worked better. Um, but I don't like how they were going to end it because in the original script, script, <laughs> script, um, it's, I think it's, I think it's Kerry Fukunaga um, wrote the script. Um, but they left the production. I think they were taken off anyway. Um, but in the the original script that was going to be for this movie, the children encounter Pennywise as a creature beyond imagination, like how it's often mm. described. So in the original script, they go beneath the sewers and they find the entrance to the deadlights. Okay. Um, and then they kind of quote into like, it's a really trippy looking scene. <laughs> I think, I think the script was um, leaked. Oh, I think so there, there was this whole kind of weird thing. Um, but it's a trippy looking scene with water flowing upwards in a pool and beneath the pool is it's infinite space. And reality doesn't look like reality anymore. So the clown reveals its true form, which is the deadlights. And it's taking on the form of this glowing starfish thing with tentacles. So rather than a spider, it's more of a deep sea monstrosity. Um, Kind of speaks to like the Lovecraftian influences of the original text. And I'm still mad at that because maybe it would look... Okay, let's just dial it back. Miniseries, he basically... And in the novel, it's basically like, I'm a spider. It's a giant spider. (laughs) It's like... And the miniseries did, like, the stop-motion claymation, and it just looked fucking bad. Well, and I'm like, maybe it looked good at the time, but... I don't think it did. We're Um, gonna say it looked good at the time, and then we're gonna say graphics age lightning fast. This is true. Um, Mr. Tim Curry, too, was also like, they made me a spider, and it wasn't very scary. (laughs) Bless you. (laughs) Um, That's... It's kind of... It's a Stephen King problem. Yeah, and so I I do love lore. I love love lore, and mm-hmm. but as we kind of talked about a bit earlier, it's too much. Lore. We don't need an answer to everything. No. It's it's kind of like the way it's set up right now is basically how I want it to end. So right now, as it stands, Pennywise is just like like this entity yeah. that just exists. Yeah, it's just it. I, and I want the losers to like defeat it yeah um, on their own though like i don't want him to like shift into his true form and i think that's because they constantly describe that his true form is something unimaginable so yeah. don't fucking try no because it, it, it is if you can imagine it it's not going to be scary and to everyone. yeah and so and like it, it really it it could be that the miniseries did taint it for me like maybe they can come up with a really cool looking monster because so far they haven't failed me. But if they are going to do this weird starfish fucking thing, like, I, I don't need it because, as as you said, like, if he's unimaginable. So if you can imagine it, it's not fucking true. I no. want them to defeat him as as Pennywise, even if it's, like, his weird shapeshifty kind of shit. Yeah. Not his weird, like, here's my kind of not quite true form. Because there's a thing, too, that, like, this could just be completely muddy lore yeah. but his true form can only exist in like the deadlight slash macroverse area yeah. so he does something that's like this is as close to my true form as I can get and it's like then don't fucking do it no like, yeah. because it just doesn't matter because we're, we're not supposed to know what that looks like because we our puny human we brains can't, can't comprehend, comprehend it so 
don't let us and I think that's the thing like even though like the <laughs> miniseries was bad I was completely removed as soon as that spider was revealed. oh god yeah I was like what the fuck just happened well the whole the whole honestly honestly the whole ending is just mm-hmm. <sighs> the turtle yeah the whole like this yeah and I remember like I've and I've read it I've read it about four or five times mm-hmm. and I still cannot make sense of the ritual <laughs> of chud. Chud. <laughs> <laughs> how to get that that umlaut chud chud, chud yeah. whatever the ritual it is so like I'm like Stephen King writes a really good story he does he writes a really good short story yeah that man is not known for his endings no <laughs> he 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 builds it too big he doesn't know how to weave them all together yeah and it, I think that's what it is. I think the, and because this ties into other shit too, it's not just like it standalone yeah. novel. It ties in like there's the Dark Tower and then there's another thing where it's mentioned and it it's too, too big. And I guess even the way the whole story goes, even like not even just in this, but even like to me, just how I kind of perceived it in the book. And even even in the miniseries, it's like here is like this entity just fucking around, being yeah. like this creepy piece of shit. And that was great. I want that. That's great. And then all of a sudden, it's like he's a space alien from the macroverse, and it, he's actually a spider. And I'm like, what? It takes away. It like it 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 diminishes the story thus yes. far. Yes, and I think it's because even though this isn't in any way realistic. It's still, everything makes sense together right now. And then all of a sudden you throw this, like, here's a bit of lore in. And I'm like, that is completely disconnected. Maybe if they were like, this is taking place in space. (laughs) Or there's, like, some weird futuristic aspect Mm. of it. You're like, oh, shit. Like, it's, like, the space alien dude. And that's, like, the big plot for surprise. But, like, it's not. Like, that's, unfortunately, like, the whole... I don't know, like, maybe there are people who like it out there. But I've honestly seen a lot of people complaining about the ending because... It is it is so disconnected. It is totally disconnected. Yeah. And it just feels like it feels like then suddenly it's like this is something beyond something humans can do. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh well I gotta I gotta get the help of this 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 turtle and this other eldritch yes. creature. It's like whereas at least for how they've done it in the movie, it's like this is something that these kids can mm-hmm. defeat through the power of friendship. Yeah. It's it's something that you're like, okay, I can understand how a human can do this. Yeah. And then the minute you throw in like Eldritch abominations, you're like it's it no longer works as a story, as like a coming of age childhood and adulthood yeah. and kind of all like all those themes. You suddenly throw in like space, yeah, and you're like, "This is there. There's nothing to connect them." No, and that's the thing. He has all these ideas, and I think it's hard because, and definitely like, novel is a completely different format than a movie. You can get away with so much more in a book than you can a movie. Just like how um, when they try to make comics into shows and movies, mm. like, it doesn't always translate well. Like, yeah. They're going to just throw in Preacher here because Preacher's a weird fucking comic, but they're making it work as a show. Oh, okay. However, like, it is such a fine line where, like, that 
can fall apart so easily totally. because they're two really different medias. Like what works in a comic book mm-hmm. world doesn't necessarily work in like mainstream TV shows. No, no, no. So like that, I don't know how they're doing it, but I'm glad they are because it's one of my favorites. <laughs> but it, it's the same thing with a novel. Like he has such, it, it's such a big grand idea, and I I don't think it worked in the novel personally. No, everything was good until that shit. Personally, yeah. personally. it's it's true. And but though I feel like I feel like I slammed Stephen King, but I'm like, I don't know how I would end it. No, but to me, like to to me, my perfect ending is. It is honestly almost like how they ended this one, where like yeah. the losers defeat him, and just maybe like opt a bit more. Yeah, and but and that's like I don't mind if it's ambiguous, like where it's the thing like oh shit, like we did it again, but did we do it again? Yeah, um, I I don't mind that, and I this we talked about it a lot where we always want an answer. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't fucking need an answer. I just no. need you guys to defeat this entity thing for now. For now, and that's and that's the thing. Like, I am, I am more than happy to be like, maybe he'll come back. I don't want, yeah. I don't want a third one. Like, I don't. I want it to end there. I want it. I, I, I don't mind that open ending. Yeah, because I think it's fine. And I think, I honestly, as it stands right now and the history of it, I honestly think that could be the best possible outcome. Mm-hmm. Is almost an open ending like that. Yeah, we get satisfaction of that big fight at the end, and it could be like when the kids fight, but. Is like opt more, yeah, and more is at stake. More happens, mm-hmm. but I don't mind that open ending, and I think that is quite possibly the best possible outcome, at least in my opinion. Anything else almost feels kind of like, <sighs> yeah. I, I'm really just, I'm not, I'm not sure how they can make it work mm-hmm. any other way. And and that's like and maybe that's just me being like stubborn, but but the novel and miniseries really did ruin me and left such a bad taste in my mouth. And I, as I said too, like yeah. even though I knew this movie was coming out, it was such a low bar that I was like, well, I'll see it. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's it. It's the classic. And it's but it's like it. It was such a low bar. Like literally, mm. it could have just been like a really forgettable movie. Just another shitty horror movie just thrown into the pile. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't. So now I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, now I have expectations. And, now, and that's the thing. And that's the scariest thing because my, my rule for horror movies is don't go and expect mm. anything. Because if you expect something great, you're going to be disappointed because that's just, unfortunately, how horror movies they work. They never, they never. Never live up. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, this one did. <laughs> so, unfortunately, <laughs> fortunately. So now I have, like, this fear of, like, this second one, like, not bombing. But yeah. the way this is, it's, it's going to end. It's not going to be satisfying. No, and that's kind of my thing is because I, I almost, I have an ending how I want it to be in my mind. And mm-hmm. that sounds very like self-absorbed of me to have the audacity <laughs> to think that you have the right ending. But as someone who has like lamented and lived and breathed it for so long, yeah. it's, you, you can't help but kind of create this, this imagination in your head when you were so upset with how it ended even as much as you love the story exactly i'm excited like beyond Mm. belief like i cannot wait to go and the clip that they released um with bev oh god yeah it 
uh, I'm already like it has like it even that short clip it has like the same tone and feel yeah but and even like the trailers it has like kind of the same feel mm-hmm. and and that's the problem though is because everything was right until the end anyway that's it like that's it's the one scary of, thing it's not like I'm like going into it I'm like I anticipate that it's gonna be good yeah and then last 15 20 minutes of the movie you're like now we wait and see because I don't know what's gonna happen and that's, and that's the thing where it's like I yeah I'm ready for the story to be great and wonderful and mm-hmm. then for it to just crumble just in my eyes like even if it's like filmed well even if the music's great and the acting's gonna be wonderful the whole concept of it I'm waiting for that to crumble and yeah. it is a terrifying thought because <laughs> you have the canon material yeah. telling you that it's going to fall apart yeah exactly that's, you're, you're... that's the problem it's yeah. like something's telling me that it's actually going to fall apart and I'm still gonna walk in and be like sure hope this doesn't fall apart wow <laughs> like, hope they have permission to change this yeah. up a lot god I know and that's the thing um I did read a lot of things from stuff even prior to 2017 where people were unhappy with the ending of the novel and miniseries, mm. so maybe they will take that into um, consideration. And I, th- but unfortunately, I think a lot of times we're just like, it's just weird he went into a spider. And I'm like, you know what? There's a lot that was weird. Um, but, but I mean, like, what? I mean, The Shining is probably the most, like, well-known, mm. just like the best Stephen mm-hmm. King movie Mm -hmm. but so much of that was changed they're just like frick you stephen king yeah like it's like it's not even it's the same sort of thing but i'm like it's so much different than the book i'm like it's not outside the realm of possibility exactly that they just say you be quiet stephen you go (laughs) you go watch baseball games and We'll deal with this well, I think hot mess like, over here. Yeah, and I think that's... Uh, I, I, for me, it didn't work in the book, but I think that's the thing, too. Like, even, like, you know, like, things could work in the book, and then they change things for the movie because it doesn't work in a movie platform. Mm-hmm. Like, that was 100% fine. Mm. Do that, because that's better than you trying to bullshit something that's not going to fucking work. Yeah. <sighs> like, because it... it, it I, guess, I think because in like a novel, you use your own imagination. Mm-hmm. In a movie, they spell it out for you. Exactly. And so it... And, like, in a novel, there's, like, there's so much more space to explore <laughs> different things. Whereas a movie, it very much has to be, here are the important points. Yeah. And that's all we can do. Yeah. And so, like, and a lot of times that doesn't work because there's too much. Mm. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> there's even too much for the fucking book in this yeah. one. <laughs> so it's, it's like... yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm scared, but I'm excited. It's a weird, it's a weird, excited scare. I know, it's like, I don't, honestly, I'm gonna have to, like, I'll see it and I won't watch any of it. I'll be so scared. I'm probably just gonna cry for the first watch through. <laughs> just sobbing. Um, then we'll go see it again and actually watch yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I have the next day off, so I'll just spend my whole day at the theater. Yeah, um, just, just back going back in and out. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I, I have high hopes, unfortunately, which that goes against everything I stand for. I have high hopes for everything except for the end. Um, but I'm, I'm still, I'm still excited. Like I still, I have that little faith where I'm like, mm. they're they're not gonna fail me because they haven't. Could you accept it if it was eighty percent, as like eighty percent of the movie was exactly perfect what you wanted, and then the last twenty percent just See? was a hot dumpster fire. <laughs> 
that's the problem because it's it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like when you eat a meal and you save the best part of your meal for last because yeah. that's the last thing you fucking eat. Mm-hmm. When you have the hot dumpster fire at the end of the fucking movie, it just ruins the whole fucking movie. Oh, it really does. Right. If a movie ends like shit, it that's because that's the last thing you watched yeah. from it. You're like, great, thanks, <laughs> loved it, and even if the movie's fucking wonderful until like the last like half mm. hour, it's gonna be like, well, that last half hour was just fucking garbage and and. I think I really just think it's because it's so disjointed. Yeah, like it it just doesn't. If they can make it like more cohesive and it plays in I well, don't think I I, I don't know how don't they think can. They could no, and that's the scary part. Like because if if because they know what's coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. If they had wanted to make it more cohesive, I feel like they would have started weaving in threads mm-hmm. in the first movie. But my other thing though too is I guess I I didn't quite. Because I'm always like, oh, I'm like pompous as shit. But I didn't quite know how they were going to make Pennywise an enjoyable monster either. I honestly did not understand how they were going to take, pretty much take mm-hmm. the Tim Curry Pennywise. Because he's, he's a, like, yeah, he's like, he is scary and everything. But like, for me, I'm like, nah, um, I take him or leave him. This, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not one of those people who are like, <laughs> in love with Pennywise. Or like, oh, Pennywise. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, no, it's him as a monster like I think he is my favorite monster like out of yeah out of anything and like I didn't know how they were going to take a fucking clown That's... and make him into like my favorite kind of like horror monster yeah like cause they, they, how the fuck do you do that and yeah no, they did that's it. very fair so I think that's something like this movie like exceeded like even though the bar was fucking low mm-hmm. so it would have been easy to exceed expectations like they really like they actually went beyond like what my standard expectations yeah. would have been so that's my little bit of hope. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that that's very fair. Yeah, like I do have faith that they'll do. I don't think it's gonna be a hot dumpster fire. I don't. I hope. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I feel like I am going into it being like I'm. I'm here to get spooked. I'm here for some. Because they're like, oh yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be scary. It's going to be more horror movie. Which um, I'm, I'm so down for. Yeah. Um, I don't, I guess I just have no, no concept of what they could be planning for the ending. So I'm like, yeah. And that's, yeah. And I think that's the thing where like, it, it really could go anyway. They could kind mm. of keep it canon. They could keep it canon and somehow make it work because they technically did with Pennywise. They, That's true. He's a clown and they made it fucking work somehow. So I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm excited and a little apprehensive. Mm-hmm. I don't I I don't think um anything's gonna live up to the first one though for me like the chapter one I yeah think, because it has everything I I want anyway like it's got that whole fucking and it sounds like really creepy as an adult woman being like the children <laughs> but like <laughs> it's because it's the thing where like you look back with nostalgia exactly like, it, it, it's so it's chalk block of nostalgia oh and that's and that's what it is for me it's like it's not so much like <laughs> children it's like <laughs> I remember when I used to hang out with my friends and we used to just like do stuff right like, right just, yeah and nothing as intense as fighting clowns um but you have that thing where, like, because there's something about your innocence of the childhood. Exactly. And that's why I fucking love the Goonies. And that's why I love Stamp. I mean, that's mm. why I love Stranger Things, except for the last season. Oh. But it's just, yeah, it's the, 
that's just the nostalgic aspect of mm-hmm. it. And so I, I really, I think in that regards, like in the second one, even if it's a great, like I think. Yeah, it's not going to, it's not going to have that nostalgia no. to it. Which is completely fine because it's, it's not supposed to. No, no, yeah. it's, 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 it's set, it's present day. Yeah. It's, I, I, I like that they are kind of like acknowledge that they kind of can't recreate that same feeling so they're going more towards actual horror which i think works too and especially because that whole aspect of the first one was the turning point from childhood to adulthood yeah and now you're in the adulthood so like let's bring on the horror yeah well that's it exactly Mm -hmm. because they they can't it can't be the same thing it and it's it's a logical progression Mm -hmm. that Suddenly you're an adult and... And that is horrifying. <laughs> it is horrifying. And like, yeah. I just... This is going to be the nerdiest thing... I'm ready. I have ever... It just keeps... It reminds me of this very specific quote in Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling this one out because okay. from the one DVD I had and watched. Okay. Doesn't matter the context, but the quote is basically like, young people are stupid about life and death. They think they're too young to die, so they're not consumed with the fear of it. And so, like, I feel like the whole, even though kids are going missing and kids are dying, like, these kids don't think they're going to die. Yes. And so there's none of that fear in in that sort of way. But, like, as adults, you're like, I could die at any time. I know, and that, and that, I think that's completely true because I think Stanley's death, for one thing, wasn't so... Like, Part of it was, now I have to live with all this shit again. Yeah. The other part was, like, I can't fucking go back and die there. No. Not like that. No. So he does it himself. And when they're in the Barrens in, like, this movie, yeah. they find, like, Betty Rest in a shoe. And even though they say, like, I don't want to end up like them, yeah. um, they still don't go to the fucking police. No. They still want to go and pursue and find the thing. And keep bringing up Stand By Me, but it's like, that's the same thing. Like, they go to find a fucking body. Yeah. Like, they don't really even know how he, like, die. They, like, train and shit but like those things too like what if there was a Stephen King world what if there was a fucking monster yeah they don't care no they're kids they don't kids don't think they're gonna die Mm -hmm. they're they're invincible yeah and then as an adult you're like yeah no I that fear of death especially knowing that something like Pennywise is there it's Mm -hmm. like it's all around you you have this fear now and like you have a very reason to be scared of it and 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 as we do know, we do know Stanley does peace out, and we do know Eddie does die from mm-hmm. from actually the whole Pennywise situation Fight, yeah. too. Like it's, it, yeah, it's like <laughs> they had every right to be scared of it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think yeah, that's about it until <laughs> until chapter two Part comes out. Two. I I mean, I could talk about this movie like forever i know and i have been pretty much talking about this movie for almost two years straight <laughs> can't believe it holy that is shit i honestly mm, i've not been hit this hard by a movie in such a long time like pirates of the caribbean might have been a thing too oh the, the first one black mm-hmm. pearl um that one did it punched me in the face pretty hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um not like this no, I I don't know what it is. It just hit all the right notes. Just for me. everything lined up yep. perfectly. And it, yeah, I've been pretty much um, it, the hyperfixation has definitely dulled a bit. But just uh, in it's time for the second one. Hopefully, <laughs> I yeah no I I don't know I it's yeah it's been pretty much two years straight of me. Wow, not the obsession has just you know slowly weaned. weaned. Yeah. 
But I still do watch the movie pretty frequently. When mm. I'm having a bad day, this is my feel-good movie. And I will tell people at work, it's like, I'm going to go home and watch it. And it's like, I'll just go home and put it on or I'll go to bed and fall asleep to it. Oh and my it's God. Like, it's, it's, my, it's, my, it's my movie. Yeah, it's no, my, no, no. It's my baby. And it makes sense. It's weird and need to calm down. I mean, whatever. Oh, right. It's a good movie. It's just, uh, it's just everything I wanted in a movie and mm-hmm. I didn't realize it nope. until, until it came out and I was like, oh, oh fuck. God, <laughs> like a speeding train. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Did you have anything else? I mean, I feel like there's always... There's always, always something else. Always something else. Always something else. Fuck. But, I mean, we'll probably revisit some things or whatever. Yeah, I when think... When part um, two comes out. When part two comes out, I think... Depending how how deep this urgency is. But um, it might be Hereditary style where we do it once it's been released at least out, like on Blu-ray or something. Yeah, that Because um, I, I like to do that because... Um, Especially like like video games, for example. Mm. If like a new video game came out, and all of a sudden there's like all these let's plays of this game, and I'm like, I haven't played it yet. I haven't got the point. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys get paid to do that. Like it's like, I, I I like to release it at a time when everyone has had a decent amount, amount of, time, of time, to, time to experience yeah. it. Yeah. So and some people don't go to the theater. Some people can't afford to go to the mm-hmm, theater. Some mm-hmm. people so people can fucking wait. <laughs> it's not like I'm obscenely popular anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Well, I guess that's about it. That's been. Oh, it's been over two hours, so that's the big boy. Hopefully, it's been gonna be cut down some <laughs> when we uh, release it because I, I really don't know if there's a cutting off part where we can make it a two parter. Yeah, there might be a weird little transition. Yeah, scene. Well, who can say? Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll see when I'm editing. All right, so um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can contact me at creeptopodcast at gmail and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Crypto Podcast. If you like what we do, want to hear more of what we do, and want us to do more of it, you can like, follow, subscribe, do whatever you do on whatever platform you're listening on. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep creepy. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, because it, it, it feels... <laughs> Close that bathroom door. <laughs> Hope nobody died. That's, that's the body we're going to find, Rebecca. Let's yeah! Go. Yeah, that's what friends do! I have train tracks right on here. It's true. <laughs> we just walk along them, Fuckers. find a dead body. I can't wait to find a dead body. I would not... Be okay with that. <laughs>